Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. DA on CBS Sports Radio. DA, how you feeling, bro? Man, I'm feeling great. I'm doing great. Happy Friday, boys and girls. The one question and one question only. How do you feel? Well, I feel good and I'm doing well. That's all that really matters. We head into week two of the NFL season coming up in 20 minutes. Is the Wizard of Vines, the Wizard of Vines. The man has a big zero in that record, meaning he was perfect. Perfectly incorrect. 0-4 last weekend, but that doesn't stop the Wizard. That just means he's doing his job. He's on the right side of the picks. You just have to fade him. So the Wizard comes up in 20 minutes to then target Demo Friday and your epic fail. Last night, the Eagles get the win 34-28 to on Thursday Night Football. And it was an Eagles win that certainly was not Super Bowl caliber, but they'll take the dub however they can get it, 2-0 and oh for the defending NFC champs. Jalen Hurts fires it over the middle, intercepted by the Minnesota Vikings at about the 35-yard line. Theo Jackson, Hurts keeps it. Hurts is destroyed at the 37. And holy cow, I mean, this team went to the Super Bowl last year, and the fans are booing the new offensive right. coordinator. We strive for progress, not perfection. And obviously, we all have a standard for ourselves. Obviously, um, we demand the most of ourselves because of everything that we go through together, all the work that we put in together, and all of those things. Um, we're just going to continue to keep chipping away. Paul Allen on Vikings Radio, Jalen Hurts after the victory. This was not a great effort from the Eagles. They did not capitalize on all the turnovers that they were given by the Vikings. And it was an offense that through the air struggled at times again last night, just as they did in week number one against the Patriots. However, you will always take these things, mediocre efforts and learning lessons, after wins instead of losses. Much easier to digest them. And I think what you're seeing is an Eagles team that has all of the talent to win a Super Bowl, to get back there, that is trying to indoctrinate a new offensive scheme and new coordinators. And I think it's very important for Nick Sirianni and Jalen Hurts specifically to be calming the waters and to let that locker room know it's not going to be smooth but don't make it about yourself. Don't complain if you don't get the touches. Don't complain if you don't get the numbers. Don't complain if your number isn't called. 
this is an Eagles team with too much talent to fail. They're too big to fail. They just have lightning, dynamic wide receivers, very good running backs, a great offensive line, a two-way quarterback, a great defensive line, two good corners. They're just stacked all over the place. But they lost both coordinators to head coaching jobs, and it takes time to finagle that back. It's... It's going to be a work in progress. But if you do it after wins, it's not a big deal. And, you know, these last two games haven't been great from the Eagles, but they've been W's. And so you kind of chalk them up to, we'll still figure things out. The deal, though, is Jalen Hurts needs to be better. And he needs to be a great leader here. And guys like A.J. Brown, who are bothered that their numbers aren't higher, need to chill the bleep out. This is about getting back to a Super Bowl. This is about finishing what you came close to last year. This is about capitalizing on a window that you have at the moment where you've got dynamic talent all over the place and it's in their prime and it's healthy and you have a little bit of experience now. You just need to capitalize on this. And if you start pulling in the wrong direction because you're not getting the touches or because it's not as smooth as it should look, you know, it's going to make things a lot harder. In this NFC, the Eagles and Niners are the power brokers. Those are teams that have been to NFC championship games, Super Bowls, have a strong nucleus, and have a great roster. That's clear. They are proven commodities. Everybody else in the NFC is unproven. Everybody else in the NFC has massive question marks. You can trust the Cowboys all you want. I ain't doing it. The Packers look great in week number one. Maybe they'll be a, a team that kind of party crashes the elite of the elite. But Jordan Love's got to do it. And go down the list of supposed contenders of the NFC. There is no slam dunk. So unlike the AFC, where you could have a divisional round matchup in the playoffs or a wild card round of the playoffs of a team that can win a Super Bowl, that's not going to happen to the NFC. Seahawks, Giants, I mean, keep going through whoever wins the NFC South. These are not Super Bowl contenders. The Eagles have a wide open stage to go out on and, and to do it. And if it's not Niners and Eagles in the NFC Championship game, something horrible happened to one of the two franchises, either injury or a massive upset of the divisional round of the playoffs. The Eagles just need to stack wins, get the one seed, get the bye, and not pull apart because it's not going to be very smooth early. And the A.J. Brown stuff from last night needs to stop. You know, A.J. Brown, great wide receiver, but, I mean, dude, who cares? You ran for 250 yards last night. That's not a night where you're going to have big numbers. And if the Eagles every single game run the hell out of the football for 200-plus yards and A.J. Brown finishes with 50 catches and 815 yards and four touchdowns, but you're in the Super Bowl or you're 14-3 and three or whatever, who cares? A.J. needs to shut up. And the Eagles need to not worry if it doesn't go smoothly early as they try to tinker with the offense. 
on college football. Tomorrow, there's not a lot of great matchups. If you're going to try to get something done this weekend, do it tomorrow. If you're going to try to get something done, rather, this weekend or in the fall in general, family time, pumpkin picking, apple picking might be a little early for some of that stuff, but do it now because the Saturday, week three, college football is not great. I talked about this earlier in the week. I really do like this Tennessee and Florida game, but I like it a lot because Florida's in desperation mode, not because they're a contender. Billy Napier needs desperately a signature victory, and this could be it against the number 11 Tennessee Volunteers at the Swamp. But the Vols are really good. The Vols are good again. The Vols have a great offense again. And the Vols going to the Swamp, if they land a haymaker on the Gators in the Swamp, it's going to put Billy Napier's seat even hotter and suck a lot of life or optimism out of a Gators fan base that's already watched them get punked by Utah a few weeks ago. For Tennessee, they've got designs and dreams of getting to an SEC championship game. They've got designs of being the biggest contender of the East to, to Georgia. This is a game you got to win. This is a game Tennessee's got to win. So that that's a game that I'm interested in, and that's a, a late kick on ESPN, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Another one that is interesting, that was my number one tastiest game of the weekend. Number two would be pretty good if Mel Tucker wasn't suspended, and that is Washington traveling to East Lansing. That had potential. Now that Tucker's been suspended, he's not going to be on the sideline, interim head coach. I don't know how much I can believe in the Spartans, but I will say this type of game is where a Pac-12 team has oftentimes stubbed their toe and laid an egg. And that's what Washington is trying to, to go into. Washington's now going to be a part of the Big Ten. So these are going to be matchups that they've got to be ready for, which is a more physical type of football, a more defensive-laden type of football, a difficult place to play early in the season. Weather won't be an element, but later in the season it would be. Washington, led by Michael Penix, who's already become, in a short amount of time, one of the great quarterbacks in Washington program history, has got to go on the road and win this game. And if Washington loses this game, there's a lot of buzz right now around the Pac-12, a lot of buzz around the quarterbacks of the Pac-12. This is a really interesting litmus test. Again, it would be more interesting if Mel Tucker was on the sideline, but... Is Washington and Oregon, USC and UCLA, are they going to be ready for the style of football that the Big Ten brings? I'm not saying it's a better style of football. I'm just saying, are they ready for a more physical style of football, especially when you've got to go on the road to these places? And this is a, a preview of those types of matchups as Washington goes to Michigan State, and that's a late afternoon kick on, try to find it, Peacock. Finally, the the Jay Norville thing. I addressed this earlier in the morning, but I know it's everywhere, and so I'm going to talk about it again for those that weren't with us earlier. It's a 24-point spread. This tells you that Colorado had been favored heavily throughout the week in this matchup, but understandably so. Colorado State is a group of five school. Colorado has now risen into the top 20. 
CU has two first-round NFL draft talents in Shador Sanders, the quarterback, and Travis Hunter, the two-way guy. They're a better team, better program, better players, all of that. They're at home. Boom. They're, they're going to win this game no matter what. The fact that Jay Norville called out Deion Sanders' sunglasses and hat, that when I speak to adults, I, I take off my sunglasses and hat, has been so overblown because of the Dion thing. That if Jay Norvell said this about any other coach, it would barely register. Nobody would even notice it, but because it's about Dion and there's such a hot spotlight on Dion and the Buffs right now, it's gone crazy. And it's so innocuous in so many ways. Number one, it does not affect this game. If this was a three-point spread and now suddenly you've given a team major bulletin board material, all right, maybe I'd feel a little bit different. If this was the TCU game, even the Nebraska game, you know, you had a chance to win that game, your relative equals in some ways, Power 5 programs, maybe battling for the same recruits, you know, pulling on Superman's cape right now, who's the most popular guy in college football and can do no wrong, maybe you don't want to get involved in that. Jay Norvell's not competing for the same recruits as Dion will ever recruit ever again. Ever again, they will not be in the same house. doesn't matter if they're in the same state. No kid who has a chance to play in the Pac-12 or the Big 12 and for Dion is going to also pick up the phone from Colorado State. It's just never going to happen. So it's not like you're losing any battles there by dismissing a popular guy. Also, these are the things that your alumni and your boosters want to hear, and you've got to placate them in college football. Sorry, you just have to. And that's another thing that people kind of don't get. If you're an NFL person, you think that everybody's on the same equal playing field. you got to play respect and this, that, and the other thing. In college football, you're only worried about keeping the people that employ you happy. And yes, that happens through wins, bowl games, things, but it also happens by just talking their talk. I mean, you know, you just have to be one of them. And it has hurt a lot of guys to not be somebody of the community, of that fan base. Fish out of water stuff doesn't always work in college football because guess who's paying your salary? You know, the guy that owns the tire shop down the street. You know, the, the, the guy that, you know, has the Krogers in town. Like those guys, those families wield a lot of power. So going into a game where you're finally on national TV, yeah, guess what? The guys that pay for Jay Norvell's salary don't really want to hear, we're just happy to be here, and if we get our ass kicked by four touchdowns, we're happy. But then thirdly, the hypocrisy of all of this. People love Dion right now because he's brash, he's changing the game, He's iconoclastic, and he's winning. You do have to win, no doubt about it. If you if you lose, you talk that smack. Doesn't really uh, doesn't really gain a lot of respect. But all of this is because Dion's saying, "Look at me, look at me, look at me," and he's being flashy. He's using the microphones, he's using the cameras, and people are eating it up, gobbling it up. Look at this machine he has built. He's a reality show. What will he say next? So let me get this straight. Dion's allowed to leverage the microphone of the cameras for attention. But whoever plays him isn't. Think about how hypocritical that is. 
in the grand scheme of things, Jay Norvell saying what he said is worth what? Another touchdown in a four-touchdown game that Colorado's going to win anyway? He is just as free to say something crazy to get attention for himself and his program as Dion is. This is not a one-way street where Dion gets to monopolize saying the crazy stuff. Does it help Colorado State to have Colorado angry? No. But is he allowed to leverage a rare moment where his program is in the spotlight for a little bit more attention? Hell yes. And to take that away from Colorado State by saying that Dion can play by his own rules, but little Colorado State's not allowed to. They've got to be respectful, and they've got to just be quiet, and they just have to be the sacrificial lamb. is ridiculous. College game day. Fox's pregame show. First take. The McAfee show. And 60 Minutes are descending upon Boulder, Colorado this weekend for a Colorado-Colorado State game. My guess is if you don't live in the state of Colorado, you've never watched this matchup ever. And everybody's descending upon Boulder. You're telling me it's unfair if Colorado State leverages that for a little attention themselves? It's hypocritical. If you allow Dion to be crazy Dion, you have to allow his opponents to do the same thing. And don't think for a minute Jay Norvell is the first or last coach that's going to do this. Try to bump draft off of the spotlight of, of Colorado and Dion. HBCU coaches did it last year. If they shook Dion's hand, if they didn't shake his hand at, at midfield, whether they felt Dion was classless, Jackson State was classless, that happened last year. Nobody paid attention to it, really, because it was HBCU. This is going to keep happening. If you keep drawing the attention to yourself, others will try to take a piece out of that. And that's what Norvell did yesterday. I love 60 minutes. What are they doing there? Dion, changing the game. That's good. Coming up next, that's good. the shocking comments from Coach Norvell. That's right. When we come back on the show, in the Wizard of Odds, DA, CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Little drippy 24-7. It's DA on CBS Sports Radio. Well, thanks for being with us, everybody. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're the MVP because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. A very happy Target Demo Friday to you, everybody. You can let us know where you are, how you're listening, and what your football food of the week is going to be by finding the meme on Twitter and on Facebook of some dude named John Madden holding a video game in a Darth Vader costume alongside a skunk and BT screaming that they are unkillable. If you don't understand those references, you haven't listened to enough DA show this week. By the way, thanks to Greg in Des Moines for reminding me that the nickname for AI-generated Mraz from FatGPT was the Porkinator. The Porkinator. So we can go with that until further notice. The AI-generated Mraz football food of the week recipes, the Porkinator. Okay, guys, time for the winner to I'm a what? A wizard. Who's the wizard of odds? It's D.A. It's the wizard of odds. Wizard of odds. The odds are that you will be a winner today. The wizard is here. Make it feel okay. Hey, hey, hey. Hey! Welcome back to the wizard. It's a fresh start. You know, sometimes you want to leave parts of your history in the past. Maybe a move school districts, relocate to a new job transfer to a new college you just you want a fresh start that's what the wizard wants today a fresh start the wizard had great intentions last week but unfortunately took a 0 for went 0 for 4 on his picks but feeling good and doing well today to be well, honest I feel good and I'm doing well we begin on the college side of things I was just talking about this game Washington traveling to East Lansing now on the surface no Mel Tucker Washington's a top 10 team. Michael Penix is awesome. But the number's fat. It's a fat number. It's a very full, blubbery, puffy digit. It's 16 and a half. I'm taking the Spartans plus 16 and a half. First of all, Harlan Bennett, who's the interim head coach, has been part of the program for 15 years. So he's not a newbie. Number two, 
Huskies have had a very one-dimensional offense the first two weeks, passing only. Try to slow that down, you keep it close. And Mark D'Antoni, Mark D'Antonio is going to be in the house, associate head coach for this game. Little juice, little wisdom. Pac-12 team on the road in Michigan catching, and they get, they're laying 16 and a half points on the road in a tough place to play. You know, I, I like Sparty playing plus 16 and a half there. Tennessee and Florida. One thing we can guarantee is that Tennessee is focused, Tennessee is desperate, and Tennessee's offense is going to show up. The last couple of years, Tennessee and the Gators have just traded blows. And I think the same thing is going to happen tomorrow. Now, Tennessee has not won in Gainesville since 03. 03, since Philip Fulmer, Lane Kiffin, Derek Dooley, Butch Jones, and Jeremy Pruitt all have lost at the Swamp. I think they change that tomorrow, but also they're going to be desperate for this. This is a a real motivational moment for Tennessee. And they messed around with Austin P last week. And I think that that was the wake-up call they needed. So I think Tennessee's offense comes to play. Florida's offense traditionally has played well against Tennessee. I like the over on this. It's a a big number, 58-and-a-half. But I think either both teams are scoring a lot or Tennessee scored a lot, a lot. Give me the over on 58-and-a-half for Tennessee-Florida. It's the Wizard of Us. To the NFL side. I told you last week. You always fade the flock. The Arizona Cardinals are absolute dog food. They're going to be dog food. Now, granted, Washington laid seven, did not win by the full touchdown. But think about this this one. The Giants are going out to Arizona, embarrassed, humiliated by the Cowboys on Sunday night football, 40 to nothing. They're upset. They're mad. And... Arizona is probably just happy that they stayed in that game last week against Washington. Give me an angry Giants team going to Arizona and winning by a touchdown or more. I don't think this game is very close. I don't think the Giants are a great team, but the Wizard believes that they will win by a touchdown or more. So it's Giants minus four on Sunday. It's the Wizard of Us. And finally, the Packers. Now, you saw how impressive the pack was last weekend. Jordan Love was dynamic against the Bears, and the Packers looked great. Now, they're getting points in Atlanta on Sunday. Falcons are favored by one and a half. This is a fishy line. You're like, well, why why is that? And I think that there's a lot of people that just really believe the Falcons are going to be a very good team this year, that Arthur Smith's a good play caller, Bijan Robinson looked great last week on that touchdown and that, you know, maybe the Packers a little fugazi, that that was a high high point for them, but they'll kind of come back down to earth. I have felt all along like the Packers are going to be really good this year. Well, at least playoff good. I picked them to win, the wild, win a wild card spot. And I don't think last week was a fluke. I think they're going to be good. And I think they're a better team than the Falcons. I'm not that high on the Falcons as other people are. If I'm getting points with the Packers against a team that I don't even think is going to win their own division in the Falcons, I'm taking those points. Give me the Packers plus one and a half for the four-pack going into this football weekend. It's the Wizard of Us. Wizard of Us. And hey, 
The Wizard went 0-4 last week, so if you want to fade all four picks and make some money yourself, that's fine too. Either way, it's all good. I'm just trying to make you cold, hard cash. So many different emotions on so many different levels. I don't know, Boyle. You're a college football guy such as myself and such as the Wizard. That 16 and a half is a big, fat, plump, juicy digit. Yeah, she's a fatty. She's a fatty for sure. Um, but I think that with how Michigan State, even being 2-0, how they've looked so far, not very good. I mean, they you know they blew out Central Michigan. I guess you could say they blew out Richmond. They are at home. You would think this is their biggest this is their biggest non-conference game of the year. It's Washington's defense that is that would enable Michigan State to cover. Michigan State traditionally a good running team, so they're obviously going to want to eat up a lot of clock. Keep if, it tight, yeah, keep it close, Washington maybe ugly it up. If Washington only has, let's say what, 9 possessions versus, you know, maybe like 12 or 13 when the when it's a shootout. Yeah, that the less possessions, the less chances they have of scoring the football, you'd think. I think Washington will be slightly frustrated in this game, and I think it's more like a 12-point win instead of a 16- to 20-point win. Mr. Bogues has our headline this morning. Mr. Bogues, good morning. DA, good morning one more time. So two games, seven lost fumbles, two losses. Not the best start to the new season for Kevin O'Connell and his Vikings. As a coaching staff, we've got some work to do. Uh, to ultimately take a look at really an inventory of eight quarters where, you know, how do we get better in all three phases? I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of areas where we can focus on as a staff uh, to play more complimentary football, which we have not done up until this point. Last night in Philly, it was four fumbles and 259 rushing yards allowed. The Vikes fell behind 27-7 before losing 34-28. DeAndre Swift racked up 175 of those Philly rushing yards with Kenneth Gainwell out with a hamstring injury. Head coach Nick Sirianni. He just showed a vision, explosiveness. Um, you know, I thought the offensive line did a phenomenal job of pushing them off the ball. Um, right there and so was really um, just really pleased that he protected the ball. Swift scored once. Sirianni's just so when he talks he's so scattered and kind of like um and uh and well and he just doesn't seem very focused ever. I wanted to ask you this morning too because we are not above or below this is he getting a little thick? Is he jacked? I can't tell if he's got like some guys get like bulky in a good way but every once in a while, I thought there might have been a little bit of a... Well, it wouldn't surprise me. You're a first-year head coach, or was he first-year last year? Sirianni? Yeah. Second year. Second year. You go to the Super Bowl, and so you're kind of the toes of the town, and there's a lot of free cheesesteaks and pizzas mm. and Italian food that people just want to have you you know, sit down and eat for free. Right. It's, so it wouldn't surprise me if there's a lot of free meals out there that you're getting comped and you're starting to get a little thick if you're And it's a bad, just a bad life for being healthy. Constantly yes. working, bad hours, eating at weird times. He always looks tired. Yeah, he always. Yeah. I was literally just going to say, I mean, he looks like he does meth. Because <laughs> the under of his eyes he are always, like, smushed into his face and they're just dark. Always yeah. has the bags under his eyes. And his pupils are very small. So he always seems like he's... Yeah, he's not healthy. He's not well. If you're scoring at home, that is two drug use accusations from Boyle this morning. <laughs> Alex Verdugo earlier this morning, and now Nick Sirianni is possibly on 
meth. <laughs> and look. I delicately asked about his waistline. You go, he looks like he's on meth. <laughs> I mean, look. Let's cut to the chase. People do people do hard drugs. There's got to be a percentage <laughs> of them that happen to be in professional sports. I wouldn't say <laughs> no, it's solely know, no, based on the outside sporting no. world. I don't think the head coach of an NFL team is on meth. <laughs> Okay. I feel very Probably about not. <laughs> but he looks like somebody as far that is guaranteeing it for honestly legal reasons. No, yeah. I mean, we're going to strike that from the record. Okay. That's that's been struck from the record already. But I'm just saying like, you know, going to the extreme of how tired he looks. He he always looks tired. Yeah. A uh, DA show quotes. If you could just not type that one <laughs> yeah, out, that'd be super. Just one. leave that one be. Thank you very much. <laughs> It was said it does not need to exist on Twitter. Not archived, please. Nope. Thank you very much. Uh, Sirianni, in whatever physical shape he's in, you watched his team win last night. Again, DeAndre Swift with one rushing touchdown, two for Jalen Hurts. He also threw a 63-yard score to Devontae Smith. But again, Hurts and Sirianni had to downplay a rather heated sideline chat between the QB and A.J. Brown in the third quarter last night. Brown with just four catches on six targets after 7 on 10 back on Sunday. Imagine having one fewer target than the week before and getting upset about it. Well, four it. fewer targets. Oh, one um, fewer catch? Yeah. No, uh, three fewer catches, four fewer targets. Gotcha. All right. Wow. And had a touchdown catch wiped out by a, a flag and then had another that possibly was pass interference that went on call when his arm got scraped down. And you led the game by three touchdowns. There's also point. that. But he and my fantasy team are not happy this morning. Mm. Uh, Travis Kelsey Swift has practiced the last two days <laughs> in KC after missing opening night with that knee injury. Cowboys wide out Brandon Cooks and some doubt for Sunday with the Jets. He reportedly has a mild MCL sprain. College poop ball now. Number 22, <laughs> Miami cooked Bethune 48-7. And Memphis held off Navy 28-24 to open their AAC schedules. The Tigers have won their last five meetings. So all of a sudden, the AL East is as tight as can be. The Rays starting a four-game set in Baltimore with a 4-3 win last night. They're now just a game behind the Orioles. Luke Rayleigh had the tie-breaking solo shot in the seventh. We know it's on the table. Um, we know how important this four-game series is. and We're going to do everything we can to win all four. That's all we can do. The Tampa bullpen threw four perfect innings last night. They have not allowed an earned run in their last 34 innings. The Rangers finished off a four-game sweep in Toronto, 9-2. Texas has won six straight overall, now trails the Idol Astros by just a half game in the AL West. The scuffling Jays, a game and a half out of a wild card spot. The Twins stumped the White Sox 10-2 in Chicago for an eight-game lead on the Guardians in the Central. And the Yankees beat the Red Sox 8-5 to split their day-night doubleheader. The day in Boston began with the Sox dumping Chief Baseball Officer Heim Bloom just shy of four years on the job. DA, back to you. Thank you, Bogues. Get in your last licks on Target Demo Friday, and I'll read those coming up here on the show after the break. Bouncing Baby Boy, who started this huge controversy this week, tweets, should it have been Kirk Cousins on the Madden cover this year? Hashtag the curse is real. No, his stats are great. Empty calories, though. (laughs) When we come back on the show... (laughs) (laughs) What drugs are Kirk Cousins on, Boyle? Uh, I would say Ozempic. <laughs> I would say like Flintstones vitamins. I've wanted purple grapes. I take Flintstones gu- vitamin gummies. 
<laughs> have they made them gummies now for Flintstones? Yeah. No, you oh, take nice. Flint stoned gummies. <laughs> Different thing. <laughs> nah, I'm not a gummy guy. <laughs> really? Natural. All natural. What does that mean? You smoke it? You just lay on you? What do you mean, oh, natural? <laughs> what, would, what would you presume that to be? I don't think lighting it on fire necessarily <laughs> constitutes natural. I would think actually eating it is the more natural <laughs> the more natural process. No. All right. No. Do you think that Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin were eating pot? <laughs> In the 1700s? Maybe, but not in gummy form. Well, based on this show's knowledge of history, they didn't have ovens then to cook anything. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin and Thomas Jefferson eating pot. <laughs> Next on the DA show. We had Ben Franklin on the show. Maybe we can ask him. <laughs> this is your 1787 football food of the week. So mix up your porridge. Add a add a scoop of baking flour, <laughs> and then eat your pot. <laughs> It'll taste great. We're gonna put some THC oil in that porridge. <laughs> Watch out for bear attacks in the yard. Perhaps a red coat or two. Yeah, keep the scurvy away. Eat your pot. <laughs> Just eat that pot as you sit down to watch. <laughs> Opening day kickoff, 1787. The Admirals versus the Generals. <laughs> when we come back on the show, Target Demo Friday, DA, CBS Sports Radio. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. Okay. We begin with Senor Pantleg. Start of the car, loaded Odyssey. It's your earth, wind, and fire bump. And now I'm pumped up to get this day behind me and start the weekend. Booskies, football food, Madden football peaked in 76. So what's everyone worked up about? Boomer sooner. Go Browns. Get up! Iron Man Sean, watching now on YouTube after a quick pump this morning at the Iron Paradise in South Carolina. Football food of the week, buffalo chicken pizza from Mellow Mushroom. Please Google it. Please YouTube it. Whatever you got to do. Fully Ohio, listening in Hubbard, Ohio on the Odyssey app, getting over the back-to-school bug, finally feeling good and doing well. Just in time for the weekend. Closing up the pool, then football all weekend. Go Brownies. Go out, cash the Social Security check, have a good time. Ostrich Step off a curb, get hit by a bus. Ostrich eyes in crisp Fayetteville watching on Twitch. We're making chili cheese biscuits for Sunday. Crab will be nowhere near them. Get your act together! That sounds good. Jay is listening on, at work on Odyssey. My football food is our local bar's buffalo dip with five cheeses and shredded chicken. Also, future prediction, Super Bowl ads, Kelsey and T-Swift together in a dorky State Farm ad. I'd like to have a cheeseburger. With Andy Reid playing Cupid. Interesting. Backwards, Brian watching on Twitch in North Carolina. Not sure my football food would be payday. Got to do some grocery shopping. I do know Chinese takeout is for lunch today. Go O's, Panthers, Wildcats, Bears, and Hawks. I notice it. JP is on Odyssey in Boise. I'm a Boise State fan and a New York Giants fan, so I will be eating Prozac this weekend. We are unkillable! Timbo Slice. Watch it on Twitch in Canada. In honor of Boyle, Sopranos outfit today. I'm going to have some gabagool. Hashtag gabagool over here. Boyle 
oiled by itself, mm-hmm. not terrible. Big Lair is listing in beautiful Twin Falls, Idaho on Twitch. Looking forward to Boise State finally getting a win. Also, Niners victory. Lots of laughs this week with Madden. Hashtag have fun with your sarcasm. I have dementia. Lukewarm churro listening in Boise as well on 95.3 while driving to work. Food this weekend. Buffalo chicken dip with hard cider. Hopefully I need to see a win. You need to eat like this. It's so succulent and delicious. Dixieland Dan listening on Twitch Gang. It's my daughter Kenzie's seventh birthday weekend. We are grilling some fat T-bone tonight. Tomorrow, huge bouncy house, water sprinkler, and two three-foot square 80-slice pizzas. How about a fat GPT? Happy birthday. Hashtag beat me up. Stop walking around work like a loser. Drew, I have no idea what the prior conversation was, but peaches are in season right now because I just had pulled pork with homemade peach crisp last night. Maybe that would provide the desired textures. I just don't like them. Mm. King Curtis. So now you're telling me the guy who invented the candy bar also played baseball. Holy smokes. What's going on here? Hashtag the curse of Bambi. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Link up podcast. Mraz gets all the attention. Meanwhile, Pat Boyle is the player on the team filling up the stat sheet and nobody's talking about him. Hashtag MVP of the show. I'll show up at the airport with a nice BMW convertible to pick you up. How's that sound? Come back, kid. Not all that impressed with that. DA, you don't know Ed Reed and the Madden curse. I'm starting to think that dad DA is falling off a little. My brain just sucks. Cigar smoking dude listening on the Odyssey app about to board a private jet with Pat Boyle's dad. Go to Boulder for the game. Hashtag mile high club. Hashtag stay baked, my friends. Get up! Steven tweets, hopefully that book that you promoted today has a chapter about Super Bowl winning coach John Madden for DA to read. You're right. And the hidden pickle says, DA, listening on the Odyssey app in good old PA. I'm going to make my slop spam lettuce, onion, pineapple sliders on Sunday. Cook the spam in a skillet. Toasted Hawaiian king rolls. Spam on toasted rolls with lettuce, onion, pineapple, and mayo. Hashtag down the hatch. I don't like cats. All right, let's get your epic fail of the morning, boys and girls. For the next international road trip, this show is going to Ibiza. Even the DA show is not perfect. We know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. Let's meet the British Boyle. This young lad was flying with his lady friend earlier this month to Ibiza, and they decided to start the party on the plane. They are banging one another. So everybody can see the guy standing behind the lady in the middle of doing something very naughty. And he reaches and slams the door closed once again. Bang me, Baylor. There's only one thing they could be doing. The guy is behind the nice lady and and the nice lady is pressed up against that little sink and she is definitely not washing her hands. No. Bone jobs. Uh, Police notified? I mean, are we kidding? Is it actually illegal to have relations on a plane? He's into the next bush to eat. We're going to Ibiza. What are we doing? We're doing Molly and Coke and shrooms there. That is true. (laughs) Like, 
And you look at the video of this flight, and everyone's like, yeah, do it, yeah, yeah They're all it. holding drinks. And then everybody, and then they all cheer when the door opens up. I mean, this this is like a spring break flight. Yes. You come off as a beta. You come off as a loser. Dog! And the whole flight is just a bunch of people probably already drinking and drugging and getting ready for a beat. Exactly. You're going to a beat, though. You're going there for one thing and one thing only. So why not kick it off? Well, a little boot knock. And you know, it should be illegal to not have sex on the plane <laughs> oh, if you're okay. going to Ibiza. Full on nude. <laughs> and if you're going to Ibiza and you're not having sex on the plane going to Ibiza, you're doing it wrong. You should be Ibiza. Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. Kristen in Buffalo. Good morning, guys. Watching on YouTube. This weekend, I'm thinking Cleveland-Pittsburgh in a signature sandwich battle royale for my matchup, mashup football food of the week. Hashtag, if you didn't kill us last night, hashtag unkillable. We are unkillable. Carla with a K listening in Idaho on 95.3. I've got no idea what I'm going to be eating on Sunday. I'm looking for ideas on this thread. Hashtag, it's Friday. Get up. Everywhere, Evan is listening on Sirius XM 158 in the Florida Swamp for Detroit's home opener. Going to do some Coney dogs. Mmm. Detroit chili sauce beats Skyline chili any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Hashtag brand new Lions. Hey. Ho. Hey. Ho. <laughs> That'll get you fired up. Jeffrey says, yo, DA, checking in from Philly, home of the NFL's most impatient fans in Odyssey. My football food, microwave chicken patties and burger buns because I'm too damn lazy to cook. Hashtag unkillable. Oh, he looks like he drinks Monster and Huff's glue. Baltimore Al. Dude, Skyline Chili's the chef boyardee of chili. It tastes like you would make the day before you go grocery shopping in college when nothing is left in the house to buy but scraps. Mm -hmm. I like stuffing. Squishy Liquid watching on YouTube, a rare work Friday. I can't tell if you were being serious about thinking if this football food of the week is appetizing. Crab and chili? Pass. Still haven't made my menu, but that's not it. I'd rather have a skunk in my hobbit hole. I think you're an idiot. <laughs> skunk in the hobbit hole. All right. <laughs> that's, uh, that's one way to describe it. And finally, PB Boys Pumps. This show has become an absolute joke since Mraz left. Spending two days on stupid tweets and phone calls as you pretend not to know what Madden is? How long are you going to do this? Producing has been spotty at best. Trashing you all. Uh, so just if you want to know how the show works, that's Tuesdays, PB Boys Pumps. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for us this morning here on the DA Show. Thanks to Pat Boyle, executive producer. Thanks to Ryan Botcher on the Wheels of Steel this week. Nice job. Thanks to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch DA. And thanks to Andrew Bogish on your headlines. Be good. Be good to one another. I'm DA. I will see you on Sunday morning football. The Mothership Disconnects. Oh, valid point. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.